Welcome everyone to Lessons with Mike, episode 11, here with a very special guest, the Reverend Honorable High Priest Zach. I like the name. Yeah, yeah, I better, a lot of thought than, into it. Better than the cat caught in the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. So, today is going to be uh, part two of our five-part discourse. I use the word discourse because it makes mm -hmm. it sound like an intelligent conversation. This isn't an intelligent conversation? The amount of brain cells both of us have would barely be enough to unscrew a light bulb. I think it, it, it adds up to at least one light bulb. One whole light bulb. Mm -hmm. We put all of our effort into it. But this is part two. We're going to be discussing the Prince Philip movement. And in subsequent episodes, we'll go over the other three religions that we talked about in the first episode. Nice, nice. You excited? I'm very excited. So a little bit of background on Prince Philip. Uh, he was born in 1921, uh, just recently passed away in 2021. Sidebar, have you seen the show The Prince? I have not. It's an HBO show animated about uh, the the child. What's the child? Oh name? wait, no, no, I have seen that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had to push that show back at like a year because Prince Philip died. Huh? Wait, no, yeah, that was the one. Who was the kid in that? Was it Charles? No, what's the kid's name? Uh because William, it, William married Kate, and whoever their kid is, that's oh, that was the kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know his name. It's not important. Oh man. <laughs> This is this is so off topic, but I was listening to Russell Brand yesterday, mm -hmm. and he's he, you know he's from England. Mm -hmm. He was talking about how he watches America. He says, "I love democracy in America. I'd love to see one in England someday." Yeah, that's I not going to happen. That was really there. funny. They like to pretend there's democracy, but there's not. There really isn't. The way Parliament works, I mean, oh man. But anyway, the Prince Philip movement. We're going to get into the geography, the location. So this is on the island of. Tana, I'm not sure how to spell that, but it's in the Tafea province of Vanuatu. Uh, I have no idea if I pronounced any of that right. I probably didn't. But anyway, uh, it's an island. I'm going to show Zach this picture. You can't see it, but it's like a geographical location of where it is. So it's to the, um, what direction is this way? That's east. It's to the east. Wait. Yeah, that thing that's east. Yeah, it's yeah. to the east of Australia in this little island chain. Okay. Yeah. I guess near New Zealand, something near like New that. Zealand. Yeah. So basically there's a group of about a few hundred people there that worship Prince Philip and have been doing so for decades. Why though? So this is the crazy part. Mm -hmm. There is a legend in this tribe. Uh, while I pull up the legend, I have my notes here about it. Uh, so this originated from cargo cults, basically. Okay. A cargo cult has happened in World War II. So... These tribes that never had contact with uh, anyone except uh, their own members and whatnot, never no contact with the outside civilization. Right. They would planes would come by, American planes in World War II set up temporary military bases, and one of the people there was John Frum, F R U M, and that's just they would walk up to someone and be like, "Hey, who are you? I'm John from America," and they would mistake that as his name being John Frum. <laughs> Oh, jeez. That's true. So that was an original thing on this island and a lot of other islands. So they would, after the planes all left and the military bases left, these islanders would recreate as much as they could. They would build military bases out of like bamboo and twigs. Trying to replicate. Trying to replicate that right. because the planes kept bringing food. So they were like, oh, if we replicate these conditions, the planes will come back and bring food because they thought the white people were building these airways to summon the planes because the planes had food on them. So they repeated those conditions, tried to summon planes. Like a voodoo witchcraft, something, yeah. Yeah, exactly like that. And the reason these people have, like, 
latched on to Prince Philip is they see him as the fulfillment of a prophecy in their tribe. The prophecy states that uh, a powerful tribesman left the island in a spiritual form in order to find a powerful wife overseas. And Prince Philip was clearly married to a very powerful woman who was in charge of, you know, most of the known world. Right. Like at a time, the British Empire, it, it was the largest empire. It was larger than the Roman Empire, I'm pretty sure. Colonies everywhere, outposts everywhere, most countries. That Of course, that's gotten a lot smaller as a lot of countries have declared independence and whatnot. But at one point, I mean, pretty much all They of controlled them, everything. Yeah. Yeah. And every one of those countries rebelled against them. Yep. I, yep. I wonder why. It's almost like there was racism, oppression, uh, unfair treatment of native peoples. Uh, it's almost taxes. Like, oh, yeah. Taxes. Can't yeah. Forget those. yeah. We can't forget taxes. The unfair taxes. Yep. And the tea, Michael. The tea. Yep. You know, about the tea. The thing that always bothered me about that, the Americans dressed themselves up as Native Americans. And that always bothered me because, like, own up to it. <laughs> Like, don't try to pass the blame on someone else. Like, if you want to throw the tea overboard, own up to it. Don't disguise yourself as a native and try and pin the blame on them. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, technically they are Americans. They're the original Americans. So they wanted them out. So it would make the most sense, though. Yeah, it's 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 not nice, but it does make sense from a military standpoint. Yeah. But anyway, so they believe, these natives believe that their island is the origin of all life on the planet. They believe that their island started everything and they promote world peace. So they're not like an evil group of people. They're like, oh, peace and love and harmony. And they really, really love Prince Philip. They have photos of him they will bow down to. They will worship these photos. And it, I don't really know why, because uh, Zach is going to explain to us, um, Mr. Prince Philip uh, has a history of not being the most um, racially sensitive person. Uh, Zach he, has a few He would have gotten canceled. Yes. Um, if he existed today, he would have gotten canceled. He, he does exist today. He existed up until like a year ago. Yeah, but he doesn't exist now. That's fair. He's dead now. That's fair. Speaking of that, he died on his night. He died when he was 99. And I think this is so interesting. There was like big plans for a 100th uh, birthday party. And of course, he died right before that. Same thing happened to Betty White. Yeah. Of course, Betty White's a much better human than Prince Philip. Well, yeah. Who doesn't love Betty White? Only bad people don't love Betty White. Right. Like Prince Philip. Yeah. Right. I don't think Prince Philip and Betty White would have gotten along. Probably not. Yeah. No. But, but anyway, what are these uh, these quotes you have? Well, for for an example, in uh, in 1986, he was at a visit uh, visit in uh, Beijing, and besides describing Beijing as ghastly, he also told a bunch of British students, "If he if you stay here much longer, you'll be all slinny eyed." That is very racist. That's pretty racist. Oh gosh. That's that's not even like accidentally racist. That's purposely racist. That's yeah. There's no excuse. For yeah, that. yeah. Like that's that's not even like you're trying to yeah. be. And that's just like scratching the surface. There's a lot more. So it makes me wonder why do these tribesmen like this guy? And the reason is he wasn't racist towards these people because they worshipped him. And he kind of liked that. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's selective racism. Yeah, I like guess. if these people worship me, I won't be racist towards them. But basically, um, there was one incident where they sent the prince a photo. No, they they had a they sent him a request for a photo, mm -hmm. and they sent him a ceremonial pig killing club. And they're like, please, <laughs> please take a photo of you holding the pig killing club and send it back to us. That's why why pigs were pigs native to this island or yeah, something that's what like they that? do they kill pigs oh 
They, mm. they have weapons specifically made to kill pigs. It's like a big stick. You walk up to the pig and you hit it a few times. That's <sighs> poor. I was going to say poor Bambi, but I'm like, wait, that's not a pig. Poor Oliver? No, 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 no. What's uh, a piglet? Char- no, no, Charlotte's Web. Oh, Who is Wilbur. A- Wilbur, yeah, yeah. Poor Wilbur. You know, Charlotte's Web is like something we all had to read growing up. I never read it. I just watched that movie. And I, every time I watch it, I feel depressed. I do. Like, I don't even like spiders, but it's so depressing. Yeah, the movie makes you like spiders, and I hate that. All of her babies just, like, left. Yeah. Wilbur was so sad. He was, like, really rooting for these babies. None of them stuck around, though. You no, know, well, let's not forget about the sequel. I didn't know there was a There sequel. was a sequel. Yeah. Like, look, okay. If you don't remember, in the early 2000s, Everyone decided they were going to make a direct-to-DVD animated sequel to every old movie. That's true. Remember Bambi 2? I never saw it, but I know it exists. Yeah. You had Bambi 2. You had The Jungle Book 2. There you was, had, like, Cinderella 4. There was something for... Yeah, that was a weird period There was a weird period. I know that's not Disney, but it's it kind of falls into the same category. Yeah. Yeah, well, tell us more about uh, Charlotte's Web 2. What happened in that? The only thing I remember is that... The what was the what was the spider's name? Charlotte. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, that makes sense. The name of the spider in Charlotte's web. What yeah, could it no, be? that makes sense. Okay, so Charlotte, the spider, who I totally knew her name. It was like her, like three of her kids, like for some reason Wilbur is now like the dad, and his the pig is raising these spiders. Okay. That was that was kind of the plot. I don't think a pig would be a good spider daddy. I don't think a pig is going to be a good daddy at all because mm. it's a pig. But anyway, back to Prince Philip. You know, in 2007, a mm-hmm. group of these tribesmen actually met Prince Philip. Uh, they were actually flown to the UK for a reality television series called Meet the Natives. And I don't know anything about this show, but that sounds racist. <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's just be honest here about the, the English monarchy. Remember when, uh, what was it, Harry yeah. married uh, Meghan Markle? And, I and, and the biggest deal about her was not that she was American. Not that she wasn't royalty, and not even so much she was poor. It's because she was only half white. And the thing is, this is terrible, but I don't know what her racial history is, but she's not super not white. You know what I'm saying? I think she's half, and I could be getting this wrong, I think she's like half white, half like... Like how I think she's like part Native American, like something weird. See, like that's that. yeah. so stupid. That why would people be getting upset? I watched the Prince uh, Harry and Meghan interview. Yeah, they were like, we've been getting several rude uh, comments. Did you see that interview? I saw parts of it, and then he clarified the next day. Oh no, it wasn't the Queen that said these things. But yeah, no, it was the Queen. <laughs> I, I don't buy that. I mean, I think, I the think queen it was had the queen. to have said something. I, well, I don't think it was just her. I either. think everyone said something. I, I think. Philip was saying some stuff too because I mean he he has a history of making yeah as we discussed yeah yeah like one thing I remember the royal family was like concerned over what skin tone uh, Meghan and Harry's child would be like what what does that matter or what um well it's just like like why do you care so much like I mean. Like, it really shouldn't matter. It it shouldn't, but, I mean, to them, it was a big deal. One thing Prince Philip said, uh, he was he was talking to a group of um, Australians, I think. It might have been from a different place. He said to them, oh, do you throw spears at one another? 
Yeah, that's the that's the Aborigines, right? Yeah, the Aborigines. He said that too. And another thing, there was like a Nigerian prince or whatever he was talking mm -hmm. to yep. in like a ceremonial robe, and he said, "Oh, this fellow looks like he's ready for bed." Yeah, <laughs> like, like wearing a nightgown or something, I guess. And I'm sure he was probably a nice guy sometimes. I mean, I'm sure people liked him. His family must have liked him. They did a really big funeral for him. I mean, it's kind of what it doesn't matter who it was. I mean, who was it? Was it uh, who was the one that like was involved with all the uh, the pedophiles? That was stuff? Prince Andrew. Is that Andrew? Yeah. 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 I mean, like, you know, when he dies, they're going to do a big thing for him. And, Which like, they really shouldn't. Like, I remember uh, when uh, when Philip died, everyone's like, why are we celebrating this guy? He's part of this system that has been terrible to indigenous peoples. Like, even if he wasn't super racist himself, which I think he, he probably was a little bit, at least, because of all these quotes. Like, he... And I don't know if he was just somebody who just, like, just said the first thing that came to mind. He's like, oh, this will be funny if I say it. Yeah, it's just like he doesn't have a filter kind yeah. of thing. Like you could argue, okay, he's just an old guy without a filter, whatever. But like, I mean, these comments were made like a while before yeah, that. Like, like these are like in the 80s. These like, are, it's a trend. It's a continuing trend. Like 40 of, years before he died. Like he was like yeah. in his 50s, 60s. He wasn't some like, yeah. you know, 80-year-old man who's walking around in a wheelchair. Yeah, this was know? back in the day. But anyway, back to the, the Prince Philip movement, they would send him letters. And this is something very interesting. When the group of people met with him in 2007, they're like, when are you going to return to your island? When are you going to return to the island? And he said to them a very cryptic message. When it gets warm, I will send you a message. And the tribesmen were like overwhelmed by this. They're like, whoa, our, our, this, the divine Prince Philip has given us this message. What could it mean? Did Philip predict global warming? Maybe he did. Plot Maybe twist. he was a prophet. Maybe we've been wrong about him this entire time. Prince Philip, an environmentalist. What a twist. He might have been. I don't know much about Prince Philip. I do know this. Um, when, there was like a gun control thing going on in England. And then Prince Philip, uh, he made the comment, if a cricketer walks into a school, and for those of you who don't know, cricket is some weird English sport that doesn't make any sense. It's like baseball, but also golf yeah it's really weird yeah and he said if a cricketer walks into a school and mm. beats a bunch of people up with the cricket stick do you think we'll ban cricket sticks no that's absurd i think you could just tackle the guy like he said it would be so easy to do but i feel like it'd be tough to do that <laughs> yeah i mean i like versus walking into a building with an AR-15 versus right. walking in with a stick. You can maybe hit two or three people, but then you're done. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like a group of like, I don't know, middle schoolers could like surround you. You can't get all of them. Yeah. Even like one guy with a handgun. I mean, you don't have that many bullets in a handgun. No, you can't I mean, fire right away. 16? Something bullets, like that. Something yeah. like that. I mean, not to say, oh, it's only 16 people. Because you could still do a lot of damage with that. But yeah. if you're like It's not a in comparison, yeah. you know. Versus if you have an AR, the damage you can do, like put your finger on the trigger, spin around, everything around you will get destroyed. Yeah, I mean, it's like with an AK, you just like hold the trigger down and you're just like spray and pray, basically. Yeah. Oh, man. And we're back. Sorry for the really abrupt commercial change. We probably should have announced something or whatever. But anyway, we had a surprise visitor, and he was originally supposed to be here at 11 a.m., but uh, it's currently 1 p.m., and we had started the podcast. We had given up hope, but he is here with us, the great, the incomparable, 
the the person who the cargo cult on this island really should be worshiping his excellency jesse hey i'm jesse wonderful time jesse now jesse we've been talking about the prince philip movement we've been talking about prince philip's history of strange racist remarks and bizarre comments what do you have to talk about well basically from what i've just done some basic research on it's pretty interesting that the whole basis of the cargo cult is that they're worshiping these kings and all these other things because they think they're going to like advance in society that's interesting it's it's interesting parallel that you're saying they want to advance in society bring an advancement but a lot of these tribes purposely separate themselves from the modern society they purposely keep to themselves they're like oh no we stick to tradition we don't want to be like the white man we don't want to be like the colonizers but and they want to be like the colonizers if that's true that's very interesting because this tribe i was doing research they were like no purposely we're going to separate ourselves from the world and we're going to keep our traditions and that's so interesting because at what point is a tradition something that you can accept as part of their culture versus something that is primitive like i think we can all agree female genital mutilation that's something that should be done away with yeah I love how you picked the most random thing on the planet as your topic. Like, you you could have said, you know, I don't know. You could have been like, you know, well, maybe should we have tribal headdress or something like that. Instead, you just went for straight mutilation. Should we have cranial elongation like some African tribes do? It depends because I think of that as child abuse. If you're a child and you start off doing that, that's irreversible damage. And the children don't have any say in this. Do they? I don't know. That I, they're children. They can't speak, I don't think. <laughs> and the feet binding. That is, a lot of patriarchal structures are in place. And then we have to decide, should we let these structures continue? Should we let the tribe figure things out on their own? Or should we try to help them? But then the other thing is, if we try to help them, aren't we hurting them? It's tough. It's a tough way. To, it's a tough thing to figure out. Well, what was it England did? They did a reality TV show. Oh yeah, the reality TV show. Yeah. I was talking about meet yeah. the natives. Yeah, meet the natives. I mean, it, are we just gonna do that? <laughs> some hidden drone cameras. I think we have that actually. Well, there's studies that go. There's like some islands that no one's allowed to go to. A missionary. North Sentinel Island. North Sentinel yeah, Island. Yeah, it was in yeah, yeah India. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he went to this island <laughs> and then uh, killed by this tribe of people. As soon as he stepped foot on the island, they shot him. Yeah. Well, yep. not with guns, with spears. Please. Bows, no, arrows, no, bows, and bows and arrows. Yeah, yeah. not spears. But... Yeah, I got shot with a spear. <laughs> but yeah, it's like so absurd. Like missionaries, that's another topic. We're not going to get into that. But I just think that that whole concept is silly. The island has clearly demonstrated they don't want to be bothered. There's laws prohibiting you from going there. You can't speak their language. You have no knowledge of how to communicate with them, what their customs are. Just throw a Bible at them. Just, that's like, they could have seen that as a weapon. This white man is throwing this book at us. The Bible is the weapon of God, Michael. You know, Bible man, he didn't have uh, an actual sword. He would just have his Bible, and it was the sword of the spirit, the word of God. You know, huh? No, Bible man had a lightsaber. It was a lightsaber. Yeah, the Bible turned into a lightsaber. Is that right? No, I don't mm. think that's right. I've, I, I've barely seen Bible man, but I don't think that's right. Dude, I had so many Bible Man DVDs growing same. up. Yeah, well, of uh, course I you quite was, a bit of Bible Man. Of course, Jesse, you would say same. We grew up in the same house. Exactly. Anyway, do you have anything else about cargo cults? I mean, what I found interesting about them is even though my knowledge of cults is out there, I've never really heard of cargo cults before until like a couple of days ago when you brought it up. And what's also interesting is that a lot of these same cargo cults are in the, around the same area in the 
Pacific Islands. Yeah, do you know why? Australia. Why is that? Because of World War II, the military bases. They needed uh, military bases all over these small islands. That's why. Okay. We discussed that earlier. Have you not seen this episode, Jesse? Yeah, Jesse. Haven't you seen this episode? Gosh, Jesse. You should know already, Jesse. I know, I know. But anyway, uh, so let's talk about how his worshippers are reacting to his death. Because one would imagine they're not taking it too well. Oh, yeah, he did die and, a couple uh, of months back. It was like a year or two. Well, he died for their sins, right? I, I don't think he died for their sins. I think he just died of being an old racist man yeah 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 that sounds about accurate yeah because eventually everyone dies and here's a fun fact people always think oh lifespan has gone up it hasn't actually average lifespan has gone up because infant mortality rates have gone down over the past few hundred years in the times of the 1600s you still had people living to be 80 90 years old it wasn't very common, but it still happened. Yeah. Now it's more common because infant mortality rates have gone down so much. Basically, there's more people. Yeah, there's more people. And less people are dying as babies and toddlers. Right. So more people, that means more chances they end up old. What was the story of um, the old man who was killed in the Salem witch trials? Well, let's talk about that for a minute. But yeah, his name was Giles Corey. He was 81 years old. And he was uh, he was pressed to death in the Salem witch trials. Fun fact: no one was actually burned at the Salem witch trials. What they would normally do, they would tie a rock to the person's feet, throw them in the water. If they came back up, it meant they were a witch and they had to die. But if they didn't come back up, it meant they weren't a witch. <laughs> I love the done. I love the logic behind that. It's like you're gonna die either way, <laughs> but just for conscience' sake, we're going. We want to make sure. Oh man. But uh, yeah, they pressed him to death. They would put they put a board on his body and put a bunch of rocks, keep adding rocks. But he would never say anything. He refused to say anything. His last words were more weight. And I think that's really cool. But that he just, just wanted to die. No, he was just done with their crap. Yeah, he was done. He's just like, please kill me. Like, I don't want to live anymore. You guys are stupid and not worth sharing the same space as me. Maybe that's what happened to Prince Philip. Maybe he wasn't the racist one. It was everybody around him was racist and he died. He died. his opinions on diversity. Mm, maybe, maybe. Because as we all know, Prince Philip was a huge social justice warrior fighting he, for equality. He really was. Like, no one fought for women's rights more than him. He <laughs> did let Elizabeth be queen. He was not king. He wasn't king because he wasn't in the royal bloodline. Shh. He was a feminist. Okay. Anyway, Jesse, you were talking to us at the break about the consequences of imperialism. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so basically imperialism is basically whatever happens to a country that gets colonized by the Europeans from like the 1700s and all that. And also World War II is seen as, by some people, as the end of modern imperialism, but also the beginning of new imperialism. New imperialism, I like that concept, because instead of actually colonizing a country, we just put seven military bases in it. Like neo-imperialism. Yeah, it's yeah. like, we don't need to colonize this country anymore. We'll just put a military base in it, and that way, if there's any problems, we have a military base right there, we can end the problems. What I found always bizarre is, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe the U.S. is the only country that does it. It just seems weird how, like, we have a military base in Germany. Yeah. But Germany has their own military. Yeah, so I don't think any other country has military bases. I think that's just an American thing. Yeah, we just we just have to be safe. You know, almost all your taxes go to military installations on foreign soil. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. A shout-out to Chaz Cardigan. Who? What? Who's Chaz Cardigan? A, a, a musician. Oh. Yeah. 
Anyway, so how did the uh, the Prince Philip movement react to his death? There's some there was some mourning. There was a lot of wailing, weeping, crying, and screaming. A lot of pigs were killed. Uh, there was a big feast. There was uh, hold on, folks, hold on, stop the presses. Jesse has just given me new information. Breaking news. Breaking news from Jesse. Uh, a lot of countries have overseas military bases. It's not just America, but America has the most of them. Look uh, at this map. Look at this map, Jesse. What does this say? What does it say about Turkey? Turkey what? has like three. <laughs> Wait, why does Turkey have a base in Africa? Well, Turkey's pretty close to Africa. There's Turkey. There's that, that, Did you hear Turkey's name got changed? It's Turkey now. Really? Yeah. What? They, they changed A? They changed the spelling of it. Yeah. Why? It's like T U R. Let's see. What, what's the spelling of it now? Why would. Huh? Yeah, the name of Turkey got changed. Uh, I don't feel like that's right. I swear that's right. Uh, I feel like that would have been breaking news if that happened. It was breaking news. Well, I don't know about breaking news, but I feel like we would have at least heard about it. I think. I, I've heard about it, so that means it's real. That's. Yes, here it is. Turkey rebrands as Turkey. T U. What's the, what's the is it an umlaut where there's two dots over a letter? Oh, an umlaut. An umlaut. An umlaut. An umlaut. Yes. I've never heard of that. Jesse, what do you think? Let me see. An umlaut. Does that feel real? Is an umlaut the real thing? Anyway, but so other countries do have military bases apparently. But based on what that uh, you showed me, it would appear as if America has many more military bases than any other country in a lot of unnecessary places. I do not see a reasonable reason for America to have a military base in Australia. Yeah, I don't really understand that either. Like, well, the Great Emu War, though. Yes. Oh, we got that's a whole other episode. Yeah, I don't. Whole... I don't want to get off topic on that because that is a whole other episode. Maybe in, maybe the next episode. Anyways, let's see. Let's see. So what was I talking about? Um, How they're reacting to his death. A lot of people are theorizing that they'll pass on the mantle to Prince Charles, which would probably not be good because Prince Charles, I don't know if he has a racist history, but he did some really bad stuff with uh, with Diana. He was like cheating on her and cheating on your wife is bad. It doesn't matter who you are. I think Zach would agree on me. He's twice divorced now. Uh, about to be thrice. About to be thrice. <laughs> yes, at only the age of, at the, at the crisp age of 17, Zachary is on his fourth divorce. I'm a regular Amish boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started off young, folks. But yeah, as you can imagine, the the, uh, the Philip movement was very, very upset at his death. But they think the movement is going to live on. They say they still have a connection through the queen because she's still alive. She's still alive, which is so interesting to me. I'm very surprised she's still alive. I Same. mean, people pace bets on whether or not she's going to die or not. I think eventually she will die. Yes, but I don't imagine. I, I meant like anytime soon. <laughs> I don't know. She might. Like, you know, what's that whole conspiracy that says that the queen and all of the royal family are like lizard people? I thought that was Mark Zuckerberg. No, he, that's almost everyone up in higher ups. Everyone's a lizard person. Almost cool. everyone in the higher ups. Tell us more lizard. about the lizard people. I mean, they're lizard people if they exist. <laughs> yeah, no, if they exist. They have Jesse. to exist, Jesse. I mean, one of us could be a lizard person. It's like, this is just a ripoff of the scrolls from Marvel. I mean, you know, they kind of are lizard people. Yeah. Of course, I don't know. Is that a racist term? Lizard people? Yeah. That's more like speciesist, if anything. Is it? Why would a lizard be racist? I don't know. It just sounds like, you know, derogatory. Well, yeah, it's derogatory because you're saying someone's like reptilian. 
Right. It's like an insult, I guess. I mean, but that's insulting to the lizard people. I don't think the lizard people are real, man. But then what, what's the Queen of England? A human person. No, I thought we established <laughs> that the Queen of England and the whole royal family were lizard people. You know, and Biden and Trump and all American politicians, all any politicians, really, all lizard people, any billionaire, lizard person. No politician is human. That's fair. You, you know, have to establish You have this. to be something else to think you can be in charge of people and, and to think you can be a politician. Well, yeah. The I only mean. exception is Bernie Sanders, the one good mm -hmm. politician. Why don't you elaborate on that one? Yeah, please elaborate. I love Bernie so much, guys. Is I just it because he's old. What? What do you mean because he's old? He's very old. He is pretty old. Remember when he had like a stroke during the campaign? It was a heart attack, sir. Okay, whatever. Same difference. His body said no. <laughs> he, he was fighting for our rights, Zachary. And his heart, he was fighting so hard for our his rights. His heart was so big it attacked itself. Is yes, that what we're saying? That's what we're saying. Okay. He had a big heart. He really cares about, anyway. Does anyone have anything else they want to say about the Prince Philip movement? And I don't feel like this group has a lot of longevity attached to it. I feel like once all of these people who are in the movement that are young, I feel like they're going to leave the movement. And I don't feel like it's going to get very many new converts. Well, well, okay. So don't don't they believe that he's a reincarnation of like one of their kings? Yeah, he's a reincarnation like of like a, a spirit or, or whatever that left the island to marry a powerful woman and will return someday. Right. After he brings peace to the world. Right. So basically, it'll continue on. Those change the name. It'll be like yeah. the Prince Charles movement. I don't know. I think they might keep the name. They, are, they have like a signed photo of him holding the pig killing stick that they just bow down to and worship. Do they have him like on a cross? I don't think so. Oh. Why would he be on a cross? I don't know. He wasn't crucified, Zach. Well, then how did he die? Of being an old man. Oh, no, no, he was crushed by the rocks. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. But anyway, thank you all for listening to episode 11. Thank, thank you to special guest Zachary for his second appearance and to special guest Jesse for his second appearance. Um, it was a joy having you both on here. Uh, Agreed. We'll have to do it again. Of course. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, all right, this is the end of the episode. Goodbye. <laughs>